Welcome to the Swim Swam Podcast. I'm your host, Coleman Hodges. Joining me today, Josh Matheny, soon to be a uh, high school senior. Is that right? Yeah, and, uh, you know, committed to IU. I see your Indiana hat. Um, Josh, how's it going, man? I'm good. Um, yeah, it's just been, it's been a bit of a crazy week, but I'm excited to be here. What, what's been crazy about your week so far? Uh, just the whole, you know, COVID thing going on. Pool space in Western Pennsylvania has been limited, so it's kind of getting in pools when you can. So it's just, it's always kind of crazy. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I think every swimmer out there can relate yeah. to that. Um, let's, let's start with that. Um, you know, COVID started mid-March. Take, take me through your last, you know, four or five months. Have you been able to swim? What have you been doing, you know, and, and how have you kind of navigated this whole situation? Yeah, so we were actually, I was at the Pennsylvania State meet. We were halfway through it when we kind of got the call that, like, everything was shutting down. So halfway through the meet, they told us all, just go home. So we swam prelims on the last day, and then instead of getting to swim finals, we got a nice bus trip back to, like, um, where I live. And so that was kind of the first sign. But we still had, none of the pools had shut down yet, so we were kind of still hopeful that, oh, it would just be, like, a small, like, spike and we'll be back in the water and then about three days later everything around here shut down to the point where like it was impossible to go anywhere um and so that i it was probably around a month and a half like that before someone on our team graciously let us use like their kind of backyard pool um and so i tied myself to like a tether and would just swim in place and that was probably for a month again um before pools started opening up again our local country club if you were a member which luckily we are mm -hmm. um let us kind of go and swim there in the morning before they opened up to the general public so that that was kind of when i first started training again um and then i would say two weeks later is when the whole team kind of got back into it gotcha and so uh how long has your whole team been back into it at this point uh probably since beginning of June, I would say it would be when the whole team is able to kind of practice together. Gotcha. And how, how big is your team or the group that you train with anyway? Uh, 200, I'd say our team is probably 250 people total. Um, but the group I've been training with, especially post COVID probably consists of five or six people, maybe okay. seven. So it's been, it's been a really small group, but it's, it's been a good time just cause they're all some of my best friends. So nice. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, yeah, crazy times. Um, a lot of, a lot of people out of the water did, you know, was there a period where you were having to, you know, to stay in shape, keep fit, um, outside of the water? And if so, what, what did you end up doing? I know, you know, some, some swimmers can run some swimmers, not so much. What, what's your, what's your stance? Um, well, I'm not a runner by any, by any stretch of the imagination. I went for a couple runs. Um, was not a, not a huge fan, but it was definitely had to get the cardio piece. Mm -hmm. um, I rode. We have like a stationary bike, so I rode that a little bit. Um, and it was mostly we built. Well, I say built, but we just moved some of the equipment and I like workout equipment in my basement. So we just worked out in my basement pretty much for like a couple months, and it wasn't ideal. But I don't think I lost too too much fitness. But 
that that's really good to hear. You know, I think I think a lot of people were able to stay in some kind of you know pr- pretty top shape. Um, yeah. And you know, we we've seen competitions come back, and and some swimmers have have really lit it up, and and yeah. that's been super exciting. Have you guys had any sort of inner squad or or meet or what what was it like just to get back in the water? Yeah, funny funny you should bring that up. Um, we actually had one last weekend, like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, and so I swam the 100 and 200 breasts and it was definitely, cause this is my first time racing since March. So it was definitely, um, interesting to say the least that it was just, cause there's obviously racing and training, which we do, but it, it's a whole lot different to actually throw a suit on and like get an actual time. Um, and it, it made me realize that I still have quite a long way to go <laughs> to be back to a kind of tip top shape. Yeah. How did, how did the races themselves feel for you? Um, surprisingly, the hundred breast hurt more than the 200 breast, which is usually not the way it goes. Uh, I, I, I don't know. It just, they felt sloppy. I, I for sure, my turns were kind of just not great. My breakouts, my starts, it was just all kind of that stuff that when you race, you kind of perfect over like the year. So that your championship meet, it's like perfect. It was definitely like, Oh boy, I haven't done this in a while. <laughs> gotcha. <clears throat> um, so let's 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 take it back a little bit now. I'm glad to hear that you you've gotten to race. It's it's great that you are back with your team and training. Um, so yeah, again, let's take it back. When did you first start swimming? How did, how did you get interested in it? So um, I actually played hockey, lacrosse, and I swam when I was little. Um, but I was probably five, probably like five or six, and my mom made me join the swim team because my older sisters were on it. I have two older sisters and it was easier in her mind to uh, have us all in the same place most days. Mm -hmm. And she also made me swim so that when I would go on vacation with my family, I'd be able to swim like in the ocean or like just, just be able to keep up in the water. Um, And so she made me swim, which um, I didn't like it very much when I was little. I thought the water was cold and didn't really ever see (laughs) why I would ever like, it was never my intention to keep swimming past like probably nine or 10. Um, but then I just started, like, I just started to fall in love with the sport. I started like really racing. And I remember I was nine and made my first like zone meet. And I thought it was like the coolest thing ever. Um, and so that kind of started me like, thinking like, Hey, I could, I could maybe swim for real. Um, and then it just kind of started snowballing when I, I'd start going to practice more and more. And it just, I kind of fell in love with the sport. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that, that's, I always find it interesting. I've never really been to the East besides like I've been in New York a couple of times, uh-huh. but like, you know, you hear about lacrosse hockey are, yeah. are a lot bigger there. You know, it's like, I'm from the Midwest. I live in Texas now. It's like, you don't, you don't hear about those sports really <laughs> much in, in those regions. Um, yeah. So how big was that influence of, of those other sports that you were playing and, and when did you kind of how long did you stick with them? So I stuck with lacrosse through seventh grade and hockey through eighth. Um, they were both, I mean, by the time I quit, I had already kind of given up on them. And, um, but it was, they were big influences just especially when I was little. Cause I, I truly believe that when you're little, you should play as many sports as possible. Cause it just helps you kind of develop as a person and find what you truly like doing. Um, and so I mean, I tried every sport, but those were the kind of the three that I stuck with through seventh and eighth grade. 
Um, but it definitely the, – the hockey and lacrosse aspect definitely kind of taught me, like, team. Because, I mean, swimming obviously is a team sport. And up through eighth grade, I, like, it was all club. So I hadn't really realized how big the team aspect was through swimming yet. Um, and so the hockey and lacrosse aspect definitely influenced my version of – like, my vision of what it means to be a team. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, did you have a lot of other peers that were swimming that were playing lacrosse and hockey? Um, were you kind of the outlier in terms of, of sticking with swimming? Um, yeah, most of in fact, none of my like really good school friends swim. Um, obviously I have my best friends on the swim team and stuff, but, uh, a lot of my good friends from school don't swim. Um, but I'm pretty sure half the grade played lacrosse at one point. So uh, that was, it's kind of funny to like look back on those days when we all played lacrosse, but, um, and then I actually, none of my friends really played hockey either. Um, but my dad grew up playing hockey. So like, that's kind of how that happened. Gotcha. Gotcha. And so, you, you know, you, you kind of fully commit after eighth grade to swimming. Mm-hmm. Um, what, was there like an aha moment you, you talked about, you know, nine-year-old making your first zone team. Yeah. After that, was, was there a moment where you were kind of like, oh, okay, like you reached that next level? Oh, boy. Um, I would probably say after my freshman year in Irvine, California, I swam the 100 breaststroke, and I kind of went from, like, I wasn't even seated to make the A final, and then I was going in top seed um, against some, like, people who I had, like, watched swim for years and was like, oh, boy. Um, but then I, I kind of came back at night, and I, I would consider that kind of my breakout onto, like, the big stage. I kind of – I won, and I was like – I mean, I couldn't believe it for like probably a week and a half of what had happened, but I would kind of consider that my like breakout onto the big stage. Yeah. Was that at junior nationals? Yeah. At junior nationals. Okay. In 2018? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Um, so were you always a breaststroker? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, did, did you, do you like the other strokes? Do you enjoy training the other strokes or, or are the other strokes just like essentially a waste of time? You should just be swimming breaststroke. I mean, I love swimming the other strokes. Um, I'm not particularly compared to my breaststroke. I'm not particularly good at them, but, um, it's, it is always fun to swim at practice and I love swimming the other strokes all like, I love swimming all four strokes. So it's not a, like, they're not a pain. I wish I could swim them more, but it is what it is. <laughs> Do you, uh, tell me about your training. Um, it, have you been with the same club since you were six, seven, eight? So, uh, yes and no. Um, uh, so I used to belong where I live is, um, upper St. Clair, like County, um, sorry, township. Um, and so we used to have, well, I'm trying to think out a word. So we, um, Western Pennsylvania, it's all high school swimming. It like was a huge focus on high school swimming growing up. Um, and so every high school team had their own club team. And so we were like a soup, we were all a bunch of small teams that were all just kind of fighting each other. Um, just because if you swam on your high school team, you swam for that club team. And then probably four years ago, um, my high school team and then two other high school teams kind of decided like, hey, we should probably start focusing on USA swimming again. So so we kind of broke the mold and like converged on to become peak what we are today. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the coach has stayed the same. My coach has been Dave Shraven, like the head coach of all the programs has been Dave Shraven as long as I can remember. So um, 
in that sense, it's been the same, but in the sense of swimming under the same name, no. Gotcha. But, so you've always been around kind of the same group of people. Yeah. Probably yeah. expanded a little bit when, when they all combined. Yeah, when we all kind of converged, it expanded a lot, but it, the same. I've grown up with some of the same kids. So, yeah. And so, so what's, uh, what is Dave's training like, especially, you know, probably once you got into high school, kind of the top, that top group, um, for your club, what, what, what was the training like for you there? Um, he really likes, I am training is his main like goal. So even being a breaststroker, I train all four strokes. So he, he's a big believer in I am. Um, and he, I think he does a really good job at mixing distance and like sprint. So we'll do depending on the time of the year, we'll do like 7,000 to 8,000 yards a day. Um, or like some weeks he'll be like, okay, it's speed work week and we'll only do like 4,000 yards in a day. So it's like, it's a really wide range. Um, but I feel like it really does help me keep my ability to swim the 100 and 200 at a solid, solid level. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have, do you guys do doubles? What's your, what's your practice schedule like? Um, so during the school year, we'll have, Obviously, we train Monday through uh, – actually, we have Wednesdays off. We train every other day. Um, and then we have doubles on Monday and Wednesday is when we have to go to morning practice, which is not my favorite thing. But, um, but so, yeah, we'll train in the morning, Mondays and Wednesdays, and then obviously in the afternoon every day except for Wednesday. And then I, I usually lift Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So that's a, that's a busy Monday. Yeah. Yeah. No, Monday is by the time I get to Monday afternoon practice, I'm, I'm hurting pretty bad. <laughs> Do you usually lift in the mornings as well or? or no, I usually lift. I, unfortunately, just the way like all the time stuff works and where the weight room is, I have to lift before I go and practice in the afternoon. So yeah, that's a lot. Um, and do you swim is the pool at your high school or do you have to drive to it? Um, so the thing about our site, obviously we had a ton of high schools combined. So we have quite a few different pools. So depending on the day, but I usually practice, I usually lift at my high school and then I practice at a high school that's probably 15 minutes away from where my school is. So nice. Yeah. Not too bad. Yeah, no, it's not, not a bad drive at all. Um, do you have a big high school? Uh, we're about 1200. So no, not really at all. Okay. Nice. That, that seems like a, uh, like a good middle ground for. Yeah. I mean, we're not, we're not massive. But we're also not like tiny. We're just kind of mediocre. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I've never, I've never been to Pennsylvania as the state. And uh-huh. so I'm, I'm just interested in kind of like the culture, you know, you have a ton of high schools within like a very small, yeah, yeah. small period. And yeah, it just, it seems interesting. Um, do you, do you feel like, Pennsylvania was a good place to grow up. Do you feel like that's influenced your take on the world? I don't know if I would say it's influenced my take on the world, but I mean, I can't imagine growing up anywhere else. I'm, I'm very happy I grew up where I did. What, what have you enjoyed about that? Um, well, just, I don't know about the state of Pennsylvania as much as where I live. I live right outside of Pittsburgh, okay. um, which has been, so like I live probably 20 minutes out of downtown Pittsburgh, but at the same time, it's like, I live in the suburbs. It's like very, it's a very suburban area. Um, so I kind of get to live both lives. Like I get to go and like see professional sports whenever I want to, because it's 20 minutes away, but I also get to live, like I don't live anywhere near a city. So it's been a really cool combination of both that I've definitely enjoyed. Yeah, definitely. What, uh, 
what is your favorite professional sport to go be a spectator at? Uh, definitely the Pittsburgh Steelers, the football team. So <laughs> that makes sense. That's, that seems yeah. like it would be a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Especially since our, our baseball team is, uh, not, not so good. <laughs> Pirates are usually pretty, pretty bad every year. So they're not, they're not too fun to go watch. <laughs> gotcha. Um, all right. So back to swimming. So you said high school swimming's huge. Uh, you know, t- tell me a little bit about your high school team and maybe one or two of your favorite memories that you've had, at, you know, as swimming for high school. Um, so our high school team for our school size, we've actually been really solid. Um, we've pumped out a lot of pretty, pretty solid swimmers. Um, but, uh, my favorite memories from high school swimming would probably have to be, um, we won the medley relay my sophomore year. Um, I was a breaststroker on it. So that was, that is definitely one of my favorite races of all time. Um, so it was just cool to be a part of that team. And then, and another one would probably also be at States my freshman year. It was me and then two seniors and a junior, um, who I really looked up to like growing up. So to kind of be on their relay and we only won the B final, which is kind of time. It was like, we still won the heat. So it was like, it was fun. It was kind of like a big hoorah to the two seniors who were on it. So it was definitely, it was an emotional like ending, but it was definitely two of my favorite moments were like those two. Yeah, definitely. What, what makes, what makes a uh, high school swimming there such a big deal or so, you know, so emotional um, and so meaningful for you? Uh, I, I'm honestly not sure why it's like, in this area, it's like the end all be all. It might, it might just be because every single high school, just all the other sports really focus on their like district, like level meet and their state level stuff. So it just kind of carries on to swimming that the school districts are like swim teams you will like, you'll focus on or your high school seasons. So it ends up being like every high school team brings their A game, which so if everyone else is going to, you kind of have to as well. Mm-hmm. Uh I mean, that's, it sounds like a fun thing. I think everyone who swam high school knows that that's kind of where you, you start to develop like the team mentality. Yeah. Um, yeah. That gets you really hyped to swim in college. Certainly mm-hmm. if, if that's a goal, um, you know, especially that, that two medley relay where you guys won, did you expect it going in? Take me, take me through that race and what you guys were kind of thinking leading up to it. So we, um, so the team, the, the team to beat was um, North Allegheny, who was actually in our district as well. And they had beaten us at our district meet by – they had out-touched us. They ran our freestyler down because their freestyler split like 19-something. So it was like he ran him down. And, and we weren't – we were upset about it. We were like, it's okay. We'll get him at States. Like, it's all good. And so – and we ended up getting third in the morning. So we were right next to them because they were the top seed. Um, and just – I remember looking over, standing on like – as the backstrokers were like getting in the water, I was like, this is about to be some like crazy fast high school relay. So, and just stepping up on the block and cause our like front half, we had um, a really, really fast backstroker. And so we knew that at the hundred, we were going to be ahead. It was just by how much. Um, and it ended up being enough. And it, it came down, we won by like three one hundredths. Oh, so wow. it was just, and the, the best part was the anchor was a freshman, freshman <laughs> styler. And so, I just remember like slamming on the block, like screaming and the official like had to like tap my shoulder, like, like chill out. Like it's, it's just a race. I was like, I was screaming so loud. It was, I like couldn't talk after that, but it was, it was 
by far the most exciting race I've seen in a high school meet. <laughs> that, I mean, that's awesome. If, if you're, if you're getting that excited, the officials are like, Hey man, please chill out. I was like, I'm sorry, but this is just like, this is too much. <laughs> it's not just a race. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's how, you know, that's awesome. I think we've all had, you know, our high school races where we're, we're so passionate about it. That's super cool. Um, but let's, so, so we get, you know, the team dynamic of high school kind of second to none. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's very special. Let's, let's get into you a little more. You said 2018, you, you have your breakout swim where you win hundred breasts at, at uh, Nat, junior nationals in Irvine. Um, the next year you come into Palo Alto at the mm-hmm. senior nationals. What were you thinking heading into that meet? Um, well, the, the goal at senior nationals was just make Budapest. Like we were going into it. Like we just have to make the junior world team. That's like the main goal. Um, I unfortunately got like a sinus infection, like two days before the meet started. Um, so that, that wasn't great. Um, wasn't ideal, but we, we still were like, the goal remains the same, like just got to make it. Um, which probably isn't the best attitude to go into a meet with, but, um, it is it it was definitely relieving because I made the A final. I was the only eighteen and under to make the A final in the two hundred breast. So I like kind of I got the spot in the two hundred breast. So that was a huge relief to just kind of get that weight off my shoulder. Like I I made the team. Now it's kind of just time to race. Um, so that was a huge relief going to the final, for sure. And then I just kind of got up and raced. I lost, but I gave my best shot at that nationals. I mean, you know, you were going up against a pretty stiff competition. Yeah, yeah. Um, how? Tell me about that two hundred that that two hundred breast final. Um, I think Reese Whitley ended up coming out the win in that. Yeah, yeah. Heat. But how did you feel? You know, was that that was the first breaststroke race of that meet? How did you feel about your race? You know, knowing you had a sinus infection just a few days before. Uh, well, it was at the time. I mean. I had never raced, like, that was obviously the biggest stage I had raced on. I had never raced, like, Reese or Daniel or any of them before. So I was definitely mentally, I was a little like, oh, boy, this is, this is like, the big leagues. Um, so it was definitely, definitely took me for a run. Um, and just Reese's pullouts were just, I, I mean, I never seen anything like it. Like, I dove in, I was like, I'm already that far behind after, like, the start. I was like, how is this even possible? Um, and so that, that also kind of took me off guard. Um, but he, I mean, he swam quite uh, an amazing race also. Um, and just, it, yeah, it was mentally, I, it took me off guard racing them, but it was also kind of unfortunate cause I really like in my 200, I like to close as hard as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, in my race at nationals, I feel like I, I didn't close quite as well as I could have. Um, so that I was the way I swam and I was a little upset with, so I going into Budapest, I was definitely trying to work on a better strategy than kind of how I swam at that at nationals yeah uh so you make the team in uh 100 200 and 50 right yeah yeah somehow and, i made the 50 <laughs> <laughs> and so uh so you get to budapest it's your first team usa trip kind of tell me about was that your first time out of the country uh no actually my i've been a few places around the world just on vacation mm-hmm. um so it was my first time out of the country but it was my first time outside of the country with like a goal in mind which kind of made like, cause normally when we you fly out of the country, it's a long flight. You like, you're like, Oh, it's whatever. I'll sleep on like, I'll sleep when I get there and like, I'll eat whatever I want uh, because it doesn't really matter. But 
like kind of sticking to like your sleep schedule and like your diet, even though you have to fly for like 10 hours is, it was definitely a challenge. Um, but I knew going in that'd be a challenge. So I was a little bit more prepared. Like I had some food that I like to eat on the plane and like, I was kind of ready for it. Yeah. Do it. So yeah. Are you someone who sleeps on the plane normally? Did you sleep on this flight? Cause that, that is a long flight. Yeah. Um, I pretty sure I slept cause it kind of, I'm <laughs> kind of hazy just kind of cause plane sleep is like kind of for me anyways, you kind of go in and out like, mm-hmm. um, but it, I definitely was, was, was dozing, I would say. So that definitely helped the plane ride go by, but so, <laughs> Uh, so you, then you get to Budapest. Um, I think you have like a couple days before the meet starts, you know, what was the chemistry like, um, with team USA and especially for it being your first, uh, trip with USA? Um, it was honestly one of the best experiences ever, even before we started racing, all the guys were just so cool. It was just such a good time to just hang out with everybody. Um, and Carson and Luca were the captains and they were probably the best captains like ever like they were super helpful if you had any questions about like what was going on they they were like immediately there to help you and they they were definitely they definitely helped everybody I think kind of succeed and just like in the sense because there was a lot of new guys who was their first trip as well so we were all kind of like like starstruck at first but they they definitely kind of helped us bring us like hey we're here we gotta we gotta swim yeah and, you know, it, from what I've gathered, it seems like that's kind of the culture of, uh, you know, we're doing it for USA. We, we need to get up and go. And so take me through your first race at that meet. Um, that would be the 100 breaststroke prelims. It was the first day, actually. Um, <clears throat> I, I remember I was sitting in the ready room because I think I was seated fourth. And so I was in the last heat. Um, and I remember watching the other American, Kevin Hausman, swim. And he, he like, won his – like prelim heat by like a pretty significant margin. I was like, dang, okay, Kevin, like I see you, I see you. Um, and so I just remember watching and thinking if he can do it, like I can get up and do it better. Um, and so I, I, I got up um, and, and tried my best. He did end up beating me that morning. Um, so he, he was going in semis first, but it was still, it was really cool to be going into semifinals with Kevin being one too, um, be kind of that USA power. So we were, we were excited about that. Yeah, and 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 then you have semifinals. What what, what was that experience like? Uh, so this was my first time swimming uh, prelim, semi, and finals. Um, but I've I've seen like interviews about it. And it was like have a good swim in the morning, have a great swim at semifinals, and then have the best swim at finals. But um, and so I kind of had that mental attitude like this is kind of my chance to practice racing at night in Budapest without like all the pressure of like the finals being here. So I kind of took the opportunity to like make sure I knew exactly what I was doing just because they ran the semifinals the same way they run finals. And so I was kind of like, it almost felt like almost like a little practice run. Um, so it was just like the walkout, the preparation, like all the time and stuff I kind of used as like, so this is what the final is going to be like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, and then you get to the final, uh, yeah. um, break that hundred breast final down for me. Um, it's it's a lot of it's a blur if I'm being honest uh I just remember standing behind the block because Kevin was in I was in four and Kevin was in five and I just hey I remember like being like let's get it like we got this um and then diving in and then everything's kind of a blur um until I touched the wall and obviously I was so stoked to see like second place I was like that's amazing like I, I was running my best time I was super excited um but it did sting a little bit to see like Somebody, I got out touched by like 
a tenth or something. So that that stung a little bit. But um, I mean, I was still super grateful to be in that like space at all. So I was I was very excited. Yeah, and so so you win your first medal for USA, and uh, and then you come right back in the two hundred. And again, you talked about wanting to have a, a better race plan than that. Um, take me through the final of the 200 breasts. Yeah, so I, um, I was in lane three and Shoma Sato was in lane four. And everybody, like, everyone was focused on him. Everyone was like, oh, he's going to be, like, it's him versus the clock. And I was, I, you know, I was a little personally hurt by that. I was like, I'm in the race too. Like, I can do this. Um, obviously, Team USA was cheering and everyone was like, you got this. But like for the most part, everyone was like, it's probably going to go to, <laughs> I was like, it's okay. Like I'm going to just give it everything I got. And I remember turning it like the 150 and being like, he's right there. I was mm-hmm. like, it's go time. And I just remember just turning it on as hard as I could and seeing myself just like each stroke getting closer and closer. I was like, holy crap, this is happening. Um, and then I just kind of put my head down probably the last 10 meters and was just lunged at the wall and was like, man, I hope I did it. <laughs> <laughs> And, and, and then, and then you see the clock and what's your reaction? Uh, disbelief. I was like, I was like speechless. I wasn't sure how to react. So I just kind of slapped the water. <laughs> I was like, um, I just, yeah, disbelief. I couldn't believe cause two, two Oh nine had been my goal time, but that was kind of like lofty. I was like, I want to go two Oh nine, but if I can, like, I don't know. And then to see, look up and see two Oh nine four, I was like, Oh boy. <laughs> I mean, obviously a testament to the work you put in heading into that meet. Uh, you win gold for Team USA, a huge accomplishment. Um, my last question about that meet, tell me about the experience of being on a Team USA relay. Uh, nothing like it. Um, and nothing, even being on like the high school relay I was describing feels like amateur compared to like, especially our mixed medley, uh, which I think we slammed exactly a year ago today, which is kind of funny. Um, hey. So... I just that relay in particular because we won and broke the junior world record and it was just like the feeling of like even just sitting in the ready room I was like these are my, like my fellow teammates I was like I'm gonna give literally every ounce of energy I can to make sure that we like win um, and I ended up splitting my best time by like almost a second so I was I was very stoked because I had just swam the hundred breast and then got out for to go into the ready room so it was like I literally swam and then went and went my best time again by like almost a second. So I was like, my coach like yelled, the coaches yelled down when I split and I like laughed and was like, there's no way that's what I just, (laughs) (laughs) um, okay. I lied. One more last question about this meet. It just, you know, we talked about the energy of, uh, of like a high school state meet. Uh What's the energy like at at a, at a junior world championships? I just talked to, um, Jake McGehee the other day. And, you know, he was like, you know, this is essentially like the world championships, you know, like the energy yeah. is, is crazy. Um, and yeah. So, so tell me about just, you know, stepping on deck for finals, that experience. Well, the moment that really brought it like to life to me is you always watch it on TV. Um, and you always hear like those annoying horns in the background. I don't know for me, like I always hear like the annoying kazoo horns or whatever they're called. Right. And that kind of signifies like, there's foreign people there. Cause that's, I mean, I guess it's kind of an American thing, but I always like feel like that's more of like a foreign thing. And I remember uh, standing behind the block and just hearing all the horns and stuff and thinking I've, I've made it to like, this feels like a world championship just cause like the building the entire night felt like it was just about to explode after every swim just cause they were so fast. 
I mean, that, yeah, that sounds like an amazing experience. I've never been to a junior world championships. I'm hoping I get to go to one one day. They sound awesome. Yeah, they're, uh, they're fun. <laughs> <laughs> so to wrap things up, uh, to wrap this conversation, you know, you, like we said, you're headed to Indiana in a year. You've got your senior year of high school right now. Um, you know, tell me your situation moving forward in the next couple of weeks, next couple of months. Um, I'm guessing, you know, you guys are back in the water, but what's school looking like for you? Do you have any goals with kind of all this uncertainty and, and, uh, what's the future looking like headed into the next couple months? So, yeah, I mean, it's definitely a new plan, uh, just because of how, like I had, like most people had a plan at like, cause leading up to Olympic trials and everything. Um, so I kind of had a plan for my senior year, just kind of based off of like, I would be more, a little bit more focused on high school just because that kind of be my final hoorah. Um, but now the plan has changed. So um, obviously the big goal at the end of the year is the Olympic trials. Um, so, but school wise, I, they've announced that I'm going to school two days a week and then have to do online for three days a week. Um, so I have school Thursday and Friday, which for Monday, Tuesday, but not that it really matters, but, um, so yeah, so I have school three times or two times a week and then online three. So that's kind of where that situation is. Gotcha. Um, yeah. And then do you, <clears throat> just for the, the next couple months, do you have any, any goals or kind of anything that's like, okay, this is like more of a short term thing that I can, that I can work on in the next couple months? Probably, uh, do you mean meat wise or like practice wise? Either or. Probably meat wise would be get closer to my best times in meets just because from an in-season perspective, I, I'm not great. Um, that's definitely something I struggle with is especially long course is like at championship meets, I tend to drop a lot, but, but during the year I, I struggle to get anywhere near my best time. Mm -hmm. um, so my goal would definitely be to kind of get closer to my best times in season um and then practice wise kind of going off that is be more consistent in practice um that's probably like my number one flaw right now is that sometimes in practice i'll be going like 32 in the 50 breaths from a push and then other times i'll be going 36 or 37 and it's just like it's all over the place um and so and the weird part is the stroke count and like the tempo is all the same just sometimes it's faster i, I it's <laughs> like it doesn't make any sense because i'll be like like coach Dave, like why am I swimming so slow? So we'll watch a 50 and it'll be the exact same stroke count and the exact same like tempo on my breaststroke. And you'd be like, you're just not moving as fast for some reason. So probably consistency would be the number one goal of this year. Yeah. I, you know, I think breaststroke is very finicky. It's, yeah. it's a hard stroke to be consistent with. And I think, I think that gets better with age, honestly. My, uh, my, my older brother, he's 30 years old. He still, he still trains a high yeah. level still wants to go to Olympic trials and uh you know he's in the same boat and I, I think it gets better <clears throat> I, I hope so <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I've talked to coach Luz about it because that's something he said is to kind of try to be more consistent mm -hmm. um, he said it, it will come just as you get older you'll, you'll be more consistent but uh it's definitely a, still a goal of mine definitely well Josh, thank you so much for taking the time. It was a pleasure talking to you for a little bit, and uh, and I hope you're able to 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 train well, to to go through school, and have a productive few months. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on here. It's, it's been it's been fun. <laughs>
Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swim Podcast on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.